Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Free My Thinkers. What's going on, y'all? There's a lot going on in the world today, and your man, Big Brother Tucker, is here to share his thoughts, give you his opinion, and maybe shed some light. I want to start off with the not so obvious. And that is here in Dallas, Fort Worth, the Metroplex. There was a middle school student, African-American, who brought a gun to school. And you must understand that after the shooting in Nashville, how tensions are going to be very high and how there is going to be a less than zero tolerance for these kind of incidents. So the child brought a gun to school. The child was questioned without incident, gun taken without incident. And of course, the mother called. Now with normal minded thinking, you know, the parent would be embarrassed, apologetic and upset with her child. Oh, but no, we got some real true to life nigga shit. What does this dumbass brawl do when they take as they're taking her child to juvie? She threatens the school. She then comes up to the school. Well, now her ignorant ass is arrested for making terroristic threats toward the school. So now her and her child can be in the same county lockup. I know. I know when you hear it. You have to go, what the f***? Because I do every time I hear about situations like this. <sighs> y'all, and the y'all I'm referring to is the black y'all, the us y'all. Why do we do this? Why is there? Okay, so I'm going to approach it like this. Sadly, in the black community, that is a norm. That is seriously a norm where you have parents, a very, very large majority mothers and another and a larger majority of that single mothers. Instead of chastising the child, blame the school. Their child does something. And instead of them chastising the child, teaching them, using this as a teaching moment, they get mad at the school for taking appropriate action. Now, again, I am only speaking from a black perspective because I haven't spent a lot of time in primarily white schools as a parent. And in this community, in this culture, black folks turn into and they do some real. Your child was caught with a gun at school. And instead of you getting in that child's ass, you get upset with the school. And you seriously wonder why there are still a sect of people who look down, who look at the black people, the black culture, the black community in a negative or derogatory way. Well, this is a prime example. When I was coming up, my mother knew me. She knew what kind of child I was. And when I went to a primarily white school district 
and I found myself in trouble, it would have been extraordinarily easy for my mother to blame the school district, the racist white people, because this city that we lived in, as I have mentioned in previous podcasts, was openly racist. So it would have been acceptable, reasonable, hell, even expected for them to single out a black child. But my mother never did that, and it taught me a few lessons. My mother would always ask, okay, what did he do? And then she would ask me, what did I do? And usually, it was something I did. I I can say eight out of ten times I got in major trouble. It was something that I did. And I was able to take that with me when I became a parent. My children, for the bulk of their educational years, did not go to um, standard independent school districts. I had them in charter private schools. But whenever I would get that call for any of my girls, it was never a, what are you doing to my child? What? No, no. I know my kids. I asked, what did they do? And depending on what was told to me, I would either believe it outright or I would ask one of my kids for their side of it. And either they would be outright wrong or I called it justifiably wrong. You know, sometimes you do what you got to do. But it was never a lash out at the person in authority because what that does is this. Here's where things start to branch. Let's go to branch number one in this scenario. What you have shown your son is no matter what he does wrong, you will defend him. My children understand the opposite. I will always love you. But if you are dead ass wrong, you're going to face those consequences. I will love you, but I can't defend you if you are wrong. Now what you have taught this child, this young man, and y'all want to know why we have so many black men in prisons? There's a reason that the majority of men in prison come from single mother households. You have just taught that young man, it's okay to do whatever. My mama got my back. She's always going to defend me. That's a bad thing to teach a young man, especially involving something this serious. You don't think he saw that and take notes? You don't think that doesn't flick in his head to go do some other crazy outlandish and know that you're going to defend him, that you'll take his side, that you'll do whatever for him? You are not raising a man. What you are doing is becoming an enabler. That's terrible. That is a problem with the young black men in our culture, our society, our community today. Branch number two. I literally said this in the previous podcast. Emotional immaturity. He brought a gun to the school. A middle schooler, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, middle school kid, brought a gun to school for what? To solve a problem? To threaten somebody? Because, and this is going to be unpopular to be said and heard, but it is what it is. He's being raised by a woman. Women are more emotional than men. These are facts. Deal with it. This is why wise women will tell you a woman cannot raise a man. She can raise a good person, but it's extremely difficult for a woman to raise a man. And I am speaking this as a man that was raised by a single woman. 
when it came to the things that truly make a man a man, the positive things that make a man a man, I had to blindly stumble and feel my way through for the most part. I had solid foundations in my early teen years and preteen years. But as I got older, I had to bump my head a lot to not only understand what a man was, but decide what kind of man I wanted to be. And when you have a woman that coddles a man, that man will go up to be period, point blank, get mad if you want to. A woman cannot raise a man. What you get are emotional males who don't know how to handle things the way a man should. They think on an emotional level and react on an emotional level. That is never good as a man because as men, we are meant to lead. As leaders, you cannot act and decide and do things and react on an emotional level. Now, women, mothers, what you're doing is creating the type of man that won't be good for anybody or good for society as a whole. But as I said in the beginning of this, this is seriously a black culture issue. I am sick and tired of my black people still screaming racism this, system this, the man that, when a ton of our problems are problems that we create for ourselves, which means we can solve them for ourselves. At some point, you have to, black mothers, understand that it's not always the teachers. And honestly, I will say, well, with today's teachers, 65% of the time, it is the student. So before y'all go to these schools acting an ass, understand your child. Be honest with yourself about your child. And stop making all of us black folks look bad because you want to act like a Next. Now, with that said, let's talk about the fall of man as a whole, by which I mean the destruction of masculinity. If you watch these women's talk shows, these daytime talk shows, you listen to these um, women pundits and and read their magazines you listen to a lot of the talking heads that hold power from Hollywood uh, to DC. They are trying to tell you that masculinity is bad. They even came up with the term toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity is something that these ultra feminists made up to make men feel bad about being men. They say that um, prior to that, they wanted to disregard gender roles and the strong, independent woman that don't need no man. All this in an effort to make men less than. And in doing so, they gave rise to power and fame. Men like Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate. You don't have to agree with everything that they say, but a strong majority of what they say about men being men and women being women is correct. You can even take the podcast Fresh and Fit when they have women on their show 
let them express their viewpoints and then hit them with their same logic. And it shows, oh, wow, we, we do need men to be men. Yes. I think one of the most egregious things that happened during this period of toxic masculinity is they even got some men to buy into that bull. Me? Nah. The men that I hang around? Nah. We understand that toxic masculinity is an illusion. It's bullshit. It's a fraud. We understand that one of the problems with a crumbling and weakening society today is lack of strong men. Men that are afraid to be men. Hell, even Henry Cavill said that trying to date today in these times is very difficult as a man. And he's right. Because as a man, you can easily be accused of sexual harassment or accused of doing something or saying something that makes a woman feel uncomfortable. And suddenly you in the hot seat. You're in trouble. Men are easy targets for women. Hell, ask Michael Irvin. My two cents, I believe this is the true way to let a nation, a society fall. You weaken the men. We in this culture here in America, we call it misogynistic. More examples of toxic masculinity. The oppressive patriarchy. I simply call it life the way things were meant to be in an effort for whatever the reason for women to suddenly be seen as just as valuable as men. They think it means degrading men while they themselves become more masculine. It doesn't as a man that follows the Bible, you must understand that the woman was created to be a helpmate. Now, if someone is there to help you, that does not make them weaker than you. And their value is the fact that they are able to help you when you need it. That is extremely valuable. If you don't think it is, try to move by yourself. See what happens. Try to do major car repairs by yourself. See how that play. Being a helper does not make anyone lesser than. It makes you just as valuable. That means whatever the other person was doing cannot be completed without you. They may have done the bulk, but they needed you to get it done to the fullest. Women have never been lesser than, but somebody in the feminist movement convinced all the other feminists. Men see us as nothing more than trophies. Maybe in some cultures, maybe in some households, but most men understood the importance of of a good woman and a good woman understood the importance of having a strong man. Weak men can do nothing for you except be an obstacle. And even with women claiming toxic masculinity and all that other nonsense, look at women as a whole. The men that the majority of women are with are very strong men. And if they're not, you will see women cheat on Weak men with very strong men. Let me put it to you in much simpler terms. Let me quit trying to be so polite with it. A lot of hot, fine ass, attractive women 
or with jerk ass, toxic ass dudes. And when I say toxic, I mean bad relationship toxic, not toxic masculinity bullshit. Dudes that are unapologetically and over the top. They are with men that are rude, abrasive, brash. And I'm pretty sure when you see them, you think to yourself, why is that woman with a dude that's like that? Because in all that, he exudes strength. Now, am I telling ladies to go find one like that? No. Am I telling fellas, hey, man, go be a jerk. You'll find the baddest bitch on the block and she'll be yours. No. What I'm saying is men be strong. Don't be afraid to be men. Ladies, understand your role, your position. Women are strong in their own right, but women are also very feminine. Speaking for me and my family, I know the men in my family. To be with the men in this family, you have to be a strong woman. Because the men in this family, we are stubborn, hot-headed, hard-headed. And to love a man like that and stand by his side, you have to have an internal fortitude that goes far beyond description. And yet, the women that marry the men in this family are still women. They still cater to their husband without shame, unabashedly. They still know how to take care of a household because that's what the men in this family expect. And whether you believe it or not, that's what a majority of the men want. And again, not everybody, but the majority. Ladies, don't overstate your strength and don't undervalue your position in a man's life, in a man's world. For all marriages, and this has been a saying that has been passed down from generation to generation virtually throughout time. And that is happy wife, happy life. Or as we say in the vernacular, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. That is the pedestal that strong men put good women on. You see, there's no need to try to flex like a man, ladies. We know your, we, we, we understand who you are and what your purpose is in our world. You don't have to try to be more than that. All we ask is you be yourselves and let us be men, masculinity and all. Well, that's it. And thank you for listening to another episode of Free Mind Thinkers. In case you ever want to see the graphics and videos that go along with these wonderful podcast segments, don't hesitate to check us out on our visual platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. You can find us there under the same name, Free Mind Thinkers. Check us out. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and dare to think differently.